Hey there, I'm Beth Connors, a midwife and mom of two, but also your birth bestie. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into everything you need to feel confident, prepared, and in control from baby bump to delivery room, from practical tips to personal stories. We'll cover it all so you know exactly what to expect every step of the way. Let's get into it. Welcome back to episode 10 of Your Birth Bestie podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am your host, Beth Connors, and today we are talking about birth fears because honestly, we all have them. And instead of just letting them consume your mind and take over the joy of your pregnancy, I would love to help you overcome these things because I totally know that you can. And I've seen the impact that working through these things has had for other expecting moms like you. So this conversation really just touches the surface of birth prep and mindset shifts that are necessary to to set the foundation to have the hospital birth that you deserve. So if any of this resonates with you, I invite you to check out my comprehensive birth course called Hands Off Hospital Birth, a complete guide to an informed and autonomous pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. You can find the link in the show notes for more info and a breakdown of the 11 modules, the 48 video lessons, PDFs, and so much great content that I know you'll love. So let's jump right into this episode all about birth fear. Because when we are faced with the unexpected, like every time we give birth, our thoughts tend to be more motivated by fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of labor, fear of pain, fear of tearing, fear of death. But fear hijacks your ability to connect with your heart and connect with your intuition. So sometimes what happens is that it's easier to make choices that don't reflect your core beliefs. So because of that, one of the best ways to prepare for birth is to work towards releasing those birth fears. And I want to talk more about what fear is, why it can interfere with the birth process, and then some practical tips before diving into identifying your specific fears. I'll start by saying that the reason that I want you to work towards overcoming your fears in your pregnancy is that when you can approach your birth without fear, then you'll be able to be open to receiving whatever is coming your way without resistance and with open arms. And it's so important to be that way going into your birth because birth is so beautifully unpredictable. And you know this already, but fear promotes adrenaline, which is not what we want approaching birth or during birth, right? Instead, we want to do things to promote oxytocin, and that includes releasing our fears and the tension and anxiety that comes along with those fears. So let's take a minute and dive deeper into fear. What is fear and where does it come from? The research around fear found that humans are born with two and only two fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. That's it. Any fears beyond those two things are fears that you've developed throughout your life. Now, some fears that you've developed can be considered rational or even important for your survival, but there are other fears that aren't doing you any favors, and they're ones that really make no logical sense. So I think humans collectively decide together as a society what we should or shouldn't be afraid of. And that this list, this list of normal yet often irrational fears, is curated and maintained by the media and by Hollywood. And I think that a big problem with media and Hollywood is that we are taught to try to avoid the things that are uncomfortable, like fears. But avoiding the fear and avoiding facing the fear is often what keeps us stuck in this perpetual state of angst. And if you can just begin to face the fear, then you can begin to actually process it. And if you can acknowledge your fear, then you can do something constructive about it, right? So essentially the secret to all of this is just to not run away from the fear, to not be afraid of the fear. 
If you can allow yourself to be afraid, but stop resisting the experience of fear, then you'll be able to master your fears and truly release them and find that calm and trusting place that you're probably desiring, especially leading up to your birth. Now I have a question for you because most people have experienced this in their lives. Most people have had life experiences where they were utterly paralyzed by the fear of something, but then the scary thing or event came to pass and then they realized that what came to pass was much less debilitating than the fear of it in the first place, right? So I think it's really important to acknowledge your fears, to allow yourself the humanity to feel scared, and to give fear space to witness them and then to get to the place where you can actually let them go. So here's what you're actually going to do. Whenever fear comes up, don't run away because if you start to run away from the scary thoughts, then more fear will grab onto the first fear and it can snowball into this even bigger issue. So the main goal here is to walk straight into the fear and to move beyond the fear into curiosity. If you can begin to remove yourself from your own thoughts, you can begin to see the fears arise, watch them exist, and then watch them pass. You see the fear come and then go and nothing more. Fear is just a set of thoughts, nothing more. And in a bit, I am going to help you understand how to bring this curiosity to each of your birth fears. But right now, I want to talk a little bit more about letting go of fear and learning to trust. A huge part of this is to stop defining events in your life as good and bad and to try to see the interconnectivity of it all. So right now, you're probably fearing some events, some things that could potentially come up during your birth because you think that they are bad or maybe a bad outcome. But I want you to use that curiosity trick that you just learned to think critically about the events in your life, both future and past, without judgment. And moving forward, I encourage you to stop looking at any intervention or outcome as inherently good or bad and to start to zoom out and see it all as a whole. So if I'm being honest, I even think that the terms good and bad, which we use to describe almost every event that could ever take place, those terms, when we use them, we aren't truly understanding, like I said, the interconnectivity of it all. So just take a second and think that maybe something you've been describing as bad is actually protecting you from something far worse. Or maybe a negative experience is all you need to then lead you directly into a phenomenal experience and more fulfillment in your life. So like what if your OBGYN is dropping you as a patient for refusing a test? That leads you to find a new provider where you end up having the most amazing experience that you wouldn't have otherwise had. What if, like in my own experience, a traumatic birth experience led me to learn my rights and educate myself and then led me to this future ecstatic, autonomous, and empowering birth? This was my experience and has now led me to help women all over the world achieve the exact same thing. What if you never had the first traumatic birth, so you just had a bunch of unfulfilling and mediocre births and never got to see how amazing it feels to give birth completely in charge of your own body and completely in your power? But it was directly because you had a negative birth experience that you then searched for a better one the next time. If you are too quick to judge an event in your life as bad, you're forgetting all of the amazing things that happened as a direct result of that bad thing. So the big lesson here is that I want you to give up your attachment to good outcomes and give up your fear of bad outcomes and instead cultivate trust that the path that you're on is the perfect path for you, no matter where it's leading you.
Okay, so we talked about what fear is and how it affects the birth process, but let's jump into one of the best ways to start addressing your birth fears. And that's getting super, super specific about them. And here's why I want you to get specific. Typically, the biggest fear is that there will be an emergency. But I want to talk about why fears of emergencies aren't actually specific enough and why you need to go deeper. So when you decided that you want to overcome your your fear, because it really should be a conscious decision, when you've decided that it's time to overcome that fear, what does the first step look like? And that's really to get specific about what scares you. A lot of people come to me and their number one fear is, is I'm scared that there's going to be an emergency. But this is way too vague. Of course, it's a valid fear, and I think a lot of women share that same fear of general emergencies, but in terms of working to release fear, you are going to have to get a lot more specific. So what emergency scares you? Can we break them down one by one? Why are you even scared that there's going to be an emergency? Is there something leading up to the fact that you think there might be an emergency? And then what specifically about that emergency scares you? In this community, a fear that I hear a lot is way too vague, but it's the fear of a C-section. And again, this is a totally valid fear, but how can we make it more specific? What about C-sections scare you? And just keep asking yourself why. So I'm scared for an unplanned C-section. Why? Okay, well, maybe I'm scared of the operating room. Why? Because I don't know what to expect and have always wanted a natural vaginal birth. Why? because there will be people I don't know and I imagine it being rushed and overwhelming. Okay, boom, this fear is rooted in uncertainty, not rooted in the C-section itself, right? So maybe it's something else entirely, but maybe you're scared of the recovery from surgery. Maybe it's because you don't want to lose control of your environment. All of these things are a lot more specific than I'm scared of having a C-section. So once you actually get to the point where you are super specific about your fears, they are so much easier to break down and to start analyzing and seeing through this lens of curiosity and really just finally letting go of that fear eventually. Specificity is really that first step towards overcoming your fears. So here's a little exercise for you after listening to this episode. You can take a few minutes to write down all of your fears on a piece of paper and think about the specific events or situations that are causing you the greatest anxiety, doubt, or fear. And really take note of your body's reaction, but don't fight the feelings. In fact, go deeper into them. I want you to find the fears that you've been pushing and hiding away because you're just too scared to confront them. And when you're doing this, I promise you that no fear is too scary or too silly. Like saying, I'm scared that I'll die during labor. This is a valid fear. And saying, I'm scared that I'll poop during labor. This is just as valid of a fear. Every single fear that you have is completely reasonable and I can support you in overcoming each and every one of them. And remember that the key here is to get specific. So once you've written down all of your fears, see if you can keep asking yourself why. And only when you start to get specific, when you can really get to that root fear, can you then start working on the next steps, which is analyzing where your fears came from and then facing them with curiosity. So let's jump right into the analyzing part. And this part is all about figuring out where your fears are actually coming from. So we talked about the two fears being loud noises and falling. So all of your birth fears came from somewhere outside of yourself. You weren't born fearing birth or fearing pain, and you weren't even born fearing death. So the easiest way for me to explain to you how to figure out where your fears are coming from is going to be working through an example. So let's take the fear of tearing during birth. 
First of all, I think we can break down this fear a little bit more because I don't really think anyone is afraid of just tearing during birth. I think people are afraid of the pain that may come with it, and I think people might be afraid of the healing process, or maybe they don't want their vagina to look or feel different if they tear. So this just shows why it is so important to be really specific about your fear. Instead of the fear of tearing, let's go with the fear of pain from tearing or the fear from pain of birth in general. The question to ask yourself is where did this fear come from? And I bet your fear of the pain comes from one of three places. I've bet you heard the horror stories from other women who have had painful birth experiences. Maybe your mom told you how horrible her birth was or a friend or your sister. And if you do know someone who always talks about their horribly painful birth, I want you to know that it has nothing to do with birth and everything to do with that person's mindset. And really more specifically, I want you to know that people love it when others can relate to their experiences, right? Someone who had a horrifically painful birth is going to find comfort knowing that other people have had births just as horrifically painful as hers. And that's why she consciously or subconsciously is projecting that painful experience onto everyone else. She wants to know that she isn't broken and that birth is horrifically painful for other women too. And on the other hand, I have comfort knowing that other people's experience of birth is just the way mine was, which is far from that excruciating, terrible experience. So I really cheer people on and let them know that birth is just no big deal because that's how I personally feel. So I hope that makes sense. Another place is Hollywood. Birth scenes in movies are so absolutely ridiculous, and I could do a whole other episode on just birth in Hollywood. Really, the drama of birth on TV is insane. So I don't blame anyone for the fear of pain during birth, especially because when they see birth in a movie, the woman is just screaming in agony and everyone is in total panic. And then the third place that your fear of pain during birth could come from is another physical pain that you've felt throughout your life. Maybe you don't want to go back to that place of pain because you've been there before. So I want you to really go through your list of fears that you wrote down and ask yourself, am I really scared of this thing or am I just doing what I see other people doing or I am feeling just how I see other people feel? And then that last part of it all, that this is really to take a step back and give yourself space to dive into your fears and to confront them with curiosity until you understand them completely. And the reason that you want to confront them like this is that if you start to run away from the scary thoughts, then more fear will grab onto that first fear and it can snowball into an even bigger issue. So the main goal here is to walk straight into the fear and to move beyond the fear into curiosity. Because fear is just a set of thoughts, nothing more. So let's start encouraging those thoughts to move from that avoidant type of place to a place of acceptance. So bringing this back to birth, let's just say again that the thought that brings you the most tension is the fear of tearing. And if that's the case, I want you to absolutely immerse yourself in the anatomy of the perineum and the anatomy of a tear. I want you to know what it looks like and why it happens. I want you to learn about the different layers of the skin and the healing process. I want you to learn about repairing tears and all of your options. I want you to spend so much time learning about tearing that you begin to see it as just another plain old thing. Fears are scarier when we don't understand them. So just by following these three simple steps to get specific, to learn about where your fears are coming from, and then to face the fears with curiosity, by doing these three things, you are taking a huge step towards overcoming each and every single thing that scares you. 
And I think it would be helpful to quick share a story of one of my past clients who overcame her birth fears in a way that she had never expected to happen and ended up having an amazing first hospital birth. Her sister and her mom and mother-in-law would joke to her and remind her of how terrible their labor was for them. And they told her how she would never be able to handle the pain of contractions without an epidural. So she had already been nervous around doctor's offices and hospitals and had a previous fear of needles. So from the start, she said in, in an ideal world, she wanted an unmedicated labor where she didn't need any of the needles or medical interventions, but also said she wanted to feel in control which she felt was only attainable with drugs because that's what people were saying around her. And she wanted to be able to handle the experience of labor despite everyone else's opinions. So when she came to me, we talked through everything in the way that I mentioned earlier. We talked about her feelings around needles. We talked about where they that stemmed from, the steps to work through her fears, things like that. And I also worked with her to make a birth plan that included a a plan for her partner to best support her and coping strategies that she would practice and that she'd be willing to try when she was in labor. And then, of course, how to make sure all of her hard work didn't go to waste and all of her wishes were addressed and respected when she was actually admitted to the hospital. So we had a plan for all of those things. And guess what? I am so proud of her because she had a long, difficult labor where she was challenged in so many ways, but was able to manage through every single thing while still being in control. There were no needles, no epidural, and her and her husband were such an amazing team as they worked together to meet their baby. And yes, this was a hospital birth. She was able to advocate for each of her rights, which is 1000% the goal for every expecting mom that I work with. And when I talked to her later on, she told me how incredible it was to know that she was able to be in in control of her birth entirely because she took her preparation so seriously. And she knew that that she wanted certain things, but was overwhelmed initially in getting there because of the birth fear stopping her and all the doubt in her mind. So this is exactly why addressing your birth fears plays a crucial role in your birth prep. And I just wanted to mention as a final note too, before we wrap up, is that while addressing birth fear is important, it is essential to acknowledge that sometimes fears can be overwhelming or affect your daily life. So in these cases, I would just recommend that you seek professional help from a therapist or counselor. Um, This can be so beneficial and definitely worth considering. This is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Your Birth Bestie podcast. And if you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow along to get notifications when I release a new episode every single Tuesday. And if there's a topic that you'd like to learn more about or a question that you'd like answered, submit your questions at bethconnors.com forward slash ask. I have been getting a lot of questions lately, so I will be lining up some Q&A episodes coming up. So definitely stay tuned for those. 